بسم الله والصلاة والسلام على رسول الله نبينا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه ومن والاه إن الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونعوذ بالله من شرور أنفسنا ومن سيئات أعمالنا من يهده الله فهو المهتد ومن يضلل فلا هادي له وأشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له وأشهد أن محمدا عبده ورسوله اللهم علمنا ما ينفعنا وأنفعنا بما علمتنا وزدنا علما باب النهي عن سب الريح The prohibition of cursing the wind the prohibition of cursing the wind. As sab is to curse. And then the relevance of the chapter to the book. For the chapter, it demonstrates the prohibition of cursing the wind. It's very straightforward. It shows the prohibition. That means you are not allowed to curse the wind. Because the wind is under the command of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Who created the wind and who subjugates the wind and who commands the wind. It is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. For when you are cursing the wind, you are essentially cursing the creator of the wind. You are essentially cursing Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Billah. And this no doubt is a deficiency in the tawheed of a person. And also some of the shurrah, some of the explainers of kitab al-tawheed, they also said that it shows an opposition to the decree of Allah as well. As we'll come to see, when the wind comes and it causes destruction, this is when a person would most likely curse the wind. For when the wind comes and causes destruction, this is through the decree of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. For when you are cursing the wind, you are essentially cursing Allah and you are showing displeasure at His decree subhanahu wa ta'ala. For when He says, Rahimahullah, Sabbirrih, cursing the wind, يعني to be critical of the wind and to vilify the wind and to direct cursing words at it. For example, مثلاً, the wind is very strong and it causes destruction, for you curse the wind. Or, مثلاً, the wind is too hot, for you curse the wind. Or, the wind is too cold. Yes, a bitterly cold wind, for you curse the wind. For this is what is meant by cursing the wind, showing your displeasure at the wind by directing, يعني, curses at it and vilifying it and being critical of it. And الريح, Al-Rih is the wind and as we mentioned before it is from the creations of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala which he subjugates subhanahu wa ta'ala and he commands and sometimes the wind is calm sometimes it's a nice lovely breeze sometimes it's calm and sometimes it can be cold and sometimes it can be hot and sometimes it can be strong and violent and destructive for all of these states of the wind are under the command of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and يعني, if as a Shaykh ibn Uthaymin he said يعني, if all of the creation were together to stop the wind or to redirect the wind to another direction they would not be able to and if they needed the wind and there was no wind how would they bring about the wind if all of them were together and they said we're going to make some wind like the wind of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala they would not be able to for it is one of the creations of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and he subjugates it how he wills so the one who curses يعني, the wind it beggars belief how they should curse the creation of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala عن أبي بن كعب رضي الله عنه أن رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم قال لا تسبوا الريح فإذا رأيتم ما تكرهون فقولوا اللهم إنا نسألك من خير هذه الريح وخير ما فيها وخير ما أمرت به ونعوذ بك من شر هذه الريح وشر ما فيها وشر ما أمرت به صححه الترمذي that Ubay ibn Ka'ab narrated that Allah's Messenger وسلم, said, Do not curse the wind. If you see that which is displeasing to you, then say, O oh Allah, we ask of you the good of this wind and the good of what is in it and the good that it is commanded to bring. And we seek your protection from the harm of this wind and the evil of what is in it and the evil that it is commanded to bring. For this is the first time we've taken a hadith which has been narrated by Ubay ibn Ka'ab. For Ubay ibn Ka'ab ibn Qais al-Ansari, he was from al-Ansar. 
and he was Sayyidul Qurra, yani the master of the reciters from amongst the Sahaba, and he attended Bay'atul Aqaba when the people of Medina came down for Hajj, and the Prophet وسلم, he met them next to Jamaratul Aqaba, and they pledged that if he migrated to Medina that they would support him in every way that they could, they would support him and fight with him, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. And he also attended the Battle of Badr, he's a Badri, and other battles which the Prophet also fought. And yani, when he died, it wasn't known whether he died in the Khalifa of Umar ibn al-Khattab or Uthman ibn Affan anhum ajma'in. And then the takhrij of this hadith, for there's a difference of opinion amongst the muhaddithun. The muhaddithun are the scholars of hadith, whether this hadith is marfu' or mawquf. If it is marfu', then it is sahih. But if it is mawquf, that means it stops at the sahabi. It is the words of Ubay ibn Ka'b. For the correct opinion regarding this hadith, yani the most correct opinion is that it is mawquf. But a hadith which is mawquf, it can be supported if there is another similar hadith to it. And it does have a supporting hadith which is marfu' and it is the hadith of Abu Huraira in Sunan Abi Dawood and Sunan Ibn Majah where the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he said لا تسب الريح فإنها من روح الله تأتي بالرحمة والعذاب ولكن سلوا الله من خيرها وتعوذوا بالله من شرها that the Prophet ﷺ, he said, do not curse the wind, for it is from the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, bringing mercy or destruction. But ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for his goodness and seek refuge in Allah from its evil. This is narrated in the Sunan of Abi Dawood and Ibn Majah and it is Sahih. For the Prophet ﷺ, he said, لا تسب الريح. Do not curse the wind. Do not curse or vilify it if it causes harm or destruction. For it is prohibited to curse the wind because when you curse the wind, you are essentially cursing Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the one who subjugates and the one who commands the wind. لا تسب الريح It is a clear prohibition. لا ناهية لا تسب فإذا رأيتم ما تكرهون If you see that which is displeasing to you, which is displeasing to you from the wind. Something which displeases you regarding the wind. Masalan, it is a very hot wind or it is a bitterly cold wind, the one that we see in, in winter, or a very hot wind, or it's a destructive wind, or a stormy wind. But masalan, if it's a nice cool breeze, this is not something that you dislike about the wind, particularly masalan, on a hot day and then a cool breeze comes. But this is from the rahmah of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. فَإِذَا رَأَيْتُمْ مَا تَكْرَهُونَ When you see that which displeases you regarding the wind, this is what you should say. You should return the matter to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. You should say, Allahumma inna nas'aluka min khayri hadhi al-riyah. You say, oh Allah, I ask you for the good of this wind. For the wind it can have good and it can have evil. For مثلاً, an evil wind can be a strong wind which uproots the trees and destroys the houses and floods the rivers. All of these are examples of how the wind can be evil and bad and harmful. But here when you see the good of the wind, yani the good of the wind, it can be مثلاً, a breezy and gentle cooling the hot weather and bringing relief. This is the good of the wind. So you're asking Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for the good of the wind. ma fiha, And the good of what is in it, meaning what it carries, meaning what this wind carries. For example, the pollen from the flowers which need to be carried by the wind in order for there to be pollination and for the fruits and the vegetation to grow. All of this is done by the wind, for this is a beneficial wind. It carries good in this instance. And the good that it is commanded to bring, as the Shaykh Abu Uthaymin, he said, such as the agitation of the clouds, for the wind is what moves the clouds. For maybe Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wants to bring rain, for he orders the wind to move the clouds and it rains in a particular area. For this is the good of what it has been commanded with. And similarly, you seek refuge in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. 
you say, min We seek refuge in you, Ya Allah, from the evil of this reh. We said before, the evil of this wind, the one that uproots the trees and destroys the plants and destroys the homes, this is the evil reh. And the evil of what is in it, what it carries from rubbish and smells and diseases, this is the evil of what it carries. And the evil that it is commanded to bring, you're also seeking refuge in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Yani the destruction and the drying of the earth. Some winds can be scorching and hot and they dry all the moisture from the earth and they may bury the plants. For example, there is a crop of plants and the wind comes and it blows sand over them and destroys the plants. And he may also cover the roads as the Sheikh Ibn Uthaymin he mentioned. For there are roads and tracks which people follow and he may cover them with Mathalan broken trees that have been felled because of the wind or with mud or with any other things that the wind carries. For this is the evil of the, what it has been commanded with. And sometimes Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sends evil, يعني, commands the wind with evil for hikmah only he subhanahu wa ta'ala knows. For sometimes we become desensitized to something, subhanAllah. The wind comes and goes and we do not pay any heed to it. For the least you can do is to memorize this dua and to recite it when you see the wind. For the dua is Allahumma inna nas'aluka min khayri hadhihi al-riyah wa khayri ma fiha wa khayri ma umirat bihi wa na'udhu bika min sharri hadhihi al-riyah wa sharri ma fiha wa sharri ma umirat bihi. And then the general meaning of the hadith, in this hadith the Prophet ﷺ forbids us from cursing the wind. This is because the wind is one of Allah's creations. It does not blow or remain still or harm or benefit except by Allah's command. Therefore cursing it amounts to cursing the one who sent it. Then the Messenger of Allah ﷺ informs us that the wind may bear good or evil and it is incumbent upon the believers to ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for the good of it and to seek protection in him from the evil of it. The manners contained in this dua regarding the wind reflect a person's true servitude to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala which is the praiseworthy characteristic of the people of Tawheed. For rather than cursing the wind, we return the matter to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We acknowledge that this wind came from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and we acknowledge that it may carry good and that it may carry evil and if it carries good we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for the good of this wind and if it carries evil then we seek protection from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala from the evil of this wind this way we protect our tawheed and we do not say things which compromises our tawheed by cursing the wind and then the relevance of the hadith to the chapter for the hadith is clear evidence of the prohibition of cursing the wind for what did the prophet sallallahu alaihi say it is a prohibition. Do not curse the wind. And the reason why this prohibition is in place is because the wind is under the command of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. For when you are cursing the wind, you are cursing Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wal-ayyadhu billah. And also it shows يعني, your dissatisfaction and your opposition to the qadr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Because when this wind comes with something which is displeasing to you, whether it's destruction or heat or cold, who is the one that decreed it? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the one who decreed it. Alright, the important issues of the chapter, there's four of them. One, cursing the wind is prohibited because the Prophet ﷺ, he clearly prohibited it. He said, لا تسب الريح And like we said, it is prohibited because the reh is under the command of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. For when you curse the reh, when you curse the wind, you are cursing Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And no doubt this is a deficiency in the tawheed of a person. Two, guidance to the beneficial words when someone says that which they dislike. Yani they see what they dislike from the wind. What they dislike from the wind. And this is the dua that is mentioned in, in the hadith. This is what you should say. For the Prophet ﷺ said, لا Don't curse the wind. But instead say this. This is what is beneficial. And this is what will not compromise your tawheed. Three, the wind is commanded by Allah's order. 
Yani the wind is under the command of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Because the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he said, وَخَيْرِ مَا أُمِرَتْ بِهِ وَشَرِّ مَا أُمِرَتْ بِهِ He used the word umirat. Yani what it has been ordered with. Whether it is good or whether it is bad. And as Sheikh ibn Uthaymin, he said, this amr, this order is haqiqi. It is haqiqi. He ordered it. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala ordered it. He orders it to be strong or to be soft and cool or hot and dry or cold and, and bitter. This is the order of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He orders it. And we shouldn't think of this as something far-fetched. Yani the creations of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala which under his direct subjugation which do not have a free will like the wind. For they understand the command of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in, in a way which only Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala knows. For he said to the sama and the ard, he said to the heavens and the earth, he said, He said, come willingly or unwillingly. They said, we come willingly. We will submit to you, Ya Allah, willingly. For Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala spoke to the heavens and the earth. He ordered the heavens and the earth. And similarly, he can order the wind as well. For it is under the order of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And then four, the wind may be ordered with good as well as harm. For whatever the wind comes with the muslim is ordered to what submit to the decree of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for these creations of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala they do not act of their own will they are under the command of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for when you see them do something which is harmful you know that it is from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the one who ordered them. For we submit, just like we submit to the shari'i rulings of Allah, we must also submit to his kawni rulings as well. Subhanakallahumma wa bihamdika, ashadu an la ilaha illa anta astaghfiruka wa atubu alayk wa jazakumullahu khairan.